Hello everyone, this is Scooty and you are listening to Simple Truths. Hello everyone. So you're gonna hear my nephew <laughs> you're gonna hear my nephew in the back <laughs> having a grand old time. I don't know if you wanna have a code name. Sometimes people do a code name. We're not gonna be talking about anything like raunchy or anything like that, so. But if you just feel like you might talk about that on my show, then maybe have a. We're just gonna call me Danny. Okay. So everyone, my guest this episode is actually my sister. So this episode, I've been trying to base some of my episodes on the advice column that I base this podcast on. So the topic I wanted to talk to you about is what are some traits that you've developed from your parents that you have found yourself needing to work on you can just pick one. Oh my gosh that's heavy so i'll say one of mine first okay i think one of the biggest traits that i've taken from my parents that i've had to work on is probably i'm trying to think of which parent and which thing Mm. probably patience from our dad he doesn't have any of it um and i don't have any of it Mm. i get a little bit of patience from my mom but my patience does wear thin i think i'm a little bit more patient than you are because you got a lot of daddy in you Mm -hmm. but i think maybe just patience with people when i'm done i'm done like you do one thing that's a representation of your character and i don't fuck with you anymore that's me But I've also reached this phase where I've stumbled upon people from my past and I've seen that they are different. And I think I've had to teach myself that, you know, when those things happen to us and people prove us right, we that's another brick being put up on our wall of, oh, yep, you see another person proving me right, another person proving me right. And I feel like I've built up this wall where now I'm like, I just have no patience for anybody. I just like, you do one thing, I'm done, but I've learned that people can be capable of growth and change, but taking that due diligence to learn when that's actually happening and when that's not. I think you know me, like I give people the benefit of the doubt a lot, and I find myself in a lot of situations where I let people go on so long saying I'm going to change, saying I'm going to change, and then I find we've had 20 arguments now and I've said the same thing and it's Mm -hmm. been a five month span. So I think maybe something in the way that I'm trying to find this balance of not being overly patient like my mother where she lets people walk all over her Mm -hmm. or not being so frigid and like done with people that I cut off people who maybe are growing in the same ways I'm growing and you can distance yourself and maybe I don't want to be in your life right now but I can be friend I can still you know just trying to find that balance but that's definitely something I'm working on it's been hard to find that balance because I think before I used to let people walk all over me and now I have no patience for anyone and I cut people off immediately so what do you think you a trait that you've gotten from one of your parents that you have been working on for me it's definitely just the fact that I don't I don't tolerate anything like 
if I ask you once to knock it off and you continue, that's a slap in my face. And because I watch things like this happen to my parents, because it's yeah. not necessarily a trait that I got from them as being their child. That's it's just a trait that them. I've learned from growing up with them as my parents. Yeah. There are things that I won't allow. Like, I won't let anyone walk over me. I won't let anyone belittle me. I don't tolerate disrespect just because I watch my mom. Do you think you learned from a young age? You started to be like, I don't know. I feel like because I know I've had you as my sister, I've watched myself grow to that. I've watched you be my sister for years where you've been like, you need to put your foot down. You need to do this. And I've struggled. And I feel like only recently now I've been able to come to you and be like, I did this and I ended it now. And you're like, good job. You know, like I've watched my friends say like a lot recently, like, wow, I thought this situation was going to last forever, but you ended it and you did good. So do you feel like you had that self-assurance when you were young or that's something you grew into? I think when I became myself, like I don't know how old, I wanna say about 10, 11, where I, at that age, it was like a boom, yeah. I know who I am. Yeah. And I realized, like you just grow up and you pay attention to stuff and I'm like, why does she keep letting this man do her so dirty? Yeah, I would never. Like I could never. Yeah. And that's where I became I'm not tolerating nothing. You're not going to talk to me crazy. I'll fight you. You're not going to disrespect me. I'll fight you. And that's why I'm always the aggressor because any little sign of it, I'm going crazy Mm -hmm. because it's always a, I don't want to be my mom. And you know, something that I think is really important and strange that people tend to not think about, right? Is that, for example, with Leo, when we watch Leo, we can see Leo as her son. Um, Every day when we see Leo we can see something new he's developed. We're watching him grow and we're like, and we're aware of it, right? We're aware, don't say this, they're sponges or we're teaching him things and we get excited just now. We got excited that he winked. We're seeing him try it and he finally did it, you know? And it's so strange that we can see that in babies and we forget to see that in ourselves, especially when we grow up, when we become adults and we have children. And something that I think is interesting I see in a lot of parents is they forget that they're still growing, right? And when you're still growing, you're still learning and you can learn from everyone in your life. Everyone in your life is a lesson. Why then can you not learn from your children? Why then is your child's perspective of your relationship is deemed negatory, you Mm -hmm. negate it. Is that not someone that has seen the entire intricacies of your relationship and probably could give you a better idea of what things they see are going wrong and they actually can be non-biased because you're both their parents Mm -hmm. and they could maybe, and I get that that's a weird footing to involve your children in that and have them have a say because they're not emotionally mature to be able, I mean, I think when we're adults, maybe now we're older, we can whatever, but I want to ask you as a mom now, what's the number one thing that you've seen yourself starting to do that you're like, I got to work on that. Like to not want to do like something you want, you do and like, if I tell him to stop doing something and he's not listening to me, you know, I don't I don't tolerate disrespect. I don't tolerate certain things. So I'm telling you to stop. You acknowledge that I'm telling you to stop and you continue to do it. That's disrespectful to me. So I would snap. But at the end of the day, maybe he doesn't know. Re- yeah. Don't really know how much he so knows. I just have to remind myself that. He's a baby. Mm-hmm. He's learning. Mm-hmm. You got to be repetitive and let him know like, hey, you can't jump off the top of the couch. Yeah. Although you think this is fun. I can do this. I'm not going to get hurt. I know you're going to get hurt, but I got to let him learn that. What have been your most effective ways of teaching him? I know just from babysitting, 
I've watched everybody. It's so weird. He's such a weird little human. The way that you communicate with me differently than you communicate with mom and you communicate with dad because we all have separate bonds and we're reaching each other on a different level. We're seeing we all have similarities and differences. And when you talk to mom, there are some things that you may say to me and I'm like, no. And mom's like, that's what I'm trying to tell her. Um, or mom may say, you know what I mean? Um, and it's weird to see those dynamics happening at and him so young seeing these happening in him so young and watching how he interacts and listens to everybody differently there are different triggers that other people say that sometimes someone can yell his name and that does something but if i yell his if somebody else yells his name it doesn't really mean shit to him mm-hmm. um there are certain like I know, you know, I, I inherited my Tati Amy's look where when I give him the look, he actually, I mean, he stares me in the eyes a lot. He's a starer. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he stares me in the eyes a lot. But I think the look and usually for me, it's the name. But it's funny to see with mom and dad, he doesn't respond like that when they say, Leo, he doesn't give a shit. Mm-mm. He does not care. Um, for mom, hers has to be food, I've noticed. Yeah. She has to be food or getting enticing him with something. Dad's is music. Dad's, he has to play music immediately. Or do dancing with him or something interactive with him. Not really interactive music. Mm-hmm. Leo's, for me, is I have to, uh, like, talk to him. That's been very interesting. Like, I notice when I just, no I've noticed when I just pick him up, and I put him on the bed, he's pissed. He doesn't like that. But when I pick him up and I walk around with him and I'm like, hey man, how are you? Whatever. And I've noticed, this has made me really excited. I'm hoping it's something that develops in him. As soon as I step outside with him, he shuts up. No matter how much he's freaking out. So now I like rush out the door and we'll stand outside. And I say the same thing to him every day. Every time he comes, I say the same thing I say. This is outside. You can look up and see as much as you want. You can look out and see as much as you want. And here you can be as loud as you want. When we're inside, let's try to cry a little quieter. And then he like sits and then he stands and walks around a little. And then he wants to be held. (laughs) It's okay. Um, But yeah, so it's just so weird. So I want to know what are some effective ways that you've been getting him to... You know, I know I like talking with kids. So I feel like at least, I feel like I've noticed like sometimes when I'm talking, he'll say, eh, like afterwards. And I feel like that's him acknowledging like, yeah, I was listening to you. Mm-hmm. So what have you done, you know, as his mom that you feel like are the most effective? Because you know, not everything works. Sometimes some kids are not always pow pow kids. Um, I just let him know that I'm serious. I get to his level and I hold both his hands and I just tell him like, stop. Yeah. Or it's bedtime mm-hmm. or stop, lay down, whatever yeah. I'm, I need him to do. Yeah. And then I'll look him in the face and then I'll be serious and I'll shake my hand side to side. Yeah. He knows I'm serious. Mm-hmm. He's not going to, he's going to sit down and relax. Yeah. Not for long, but in that moment he understood and that's how I get him to do what I want. Because other times I approach him differently. I talk soft. Mm-hmm. I create a song, a, a yeah. mommy and me song or yeah. something. And then we play. Yeah. But I always give him a different tone so he knows which one is which. Yeah. And that sometimes your tone can be different and you can still be mad because you don't want to end up with a kid who can only be yelled at to know that something is wrong. Um, So that's definitely awesome. And my last question for you is what is something that 
you were excited about and for motherhood that has been everything you've hoped it to be like something really awesome that you were like I can't wait for this and it's been this has been awesome aside from just the joyous part of giving birth to life but just something that you were like I can't wait to do this with my kid and then you get to and that's fine that's the stuff that gives me baby fever well when I was little neither one of my parents are affectionate so it was a never I love you good night give me a hug it was none of that like you know you remember as a kid your mama used to hug you and da 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 I didn't have that. So I always, yeah, that's what I look forward to. Dad was always a very like, dap up, good night, yeah. go to bed. Yeah. That's funny. I never really thought of that. He has always been a very dap up. I My mom was like that too. The thing we did, we made a handshake. And then we did that handshake all the time when we said good night. Yeah. He's, neither one of my and parents you know, are like that. weird. My mom, her most intimate part with me for bed is when I'm sleeping, not when I'm up. She comes to my room when I'm asleep and gives me a kiss and says something sweet. And I've only learned that because sometimes I lie and I say I'm going to sleep and I'm not. And I've noticed she does that. But even when I'm saying, you know, mom's such a TV person, good nights in our house are very much like, good night, bye. Especially now, I'm like, I'm asleep and they come to my room mad that I'm not. Mm -hmm. So that's what you've been most excited for, getting to do that. So how's that been? It's amazing. He gives the best hugs. And when His you say, can fingers? I have a hug? And yeah. then when he gives you one. Maya almost cried today when she got one. Because he was not fucking with her when she came in the house. And then I can't remember what. I think I had to make him mad at me so that he could go to her. And then I said, just give her a hug. Give her a hug. And then he leaned in her and she was like, oh. It's so sweet. <laughs> and when he taps his little fingers on your shoulders, mm-hmm. on your back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those make me like. Uh, this is what I This is what I wanted. Like This yeah. was what I needed in my yeah. life. You know, that's so funny. I wanted to talk to you about this today because I was sitting outside with him and I had like a very trippy moment where I was just like, you know, in real life, you can't stare at people's face unless you're like in love with them or you're intimate. Um, But with babies, you know, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So I'm staring at his face, just like looking at him. And I just like, it was so weird. I saw everybody's features in him. And I was like, wow, this little baby Celestin, like, this is so crazy. And he like, it's just so weird. But anyway, sis, thank you for talking to me. I'm happy that I could have like a mom episode because I actually have a lot of friends that are moms. I want to like, yeah, yes, we live in the South. I have so many friends that are like on their second kid now. Yeah, so I actually probably want to sit down and do something with those moms. Most of them live out of state, but yeah, I kind of want to do that. I like that. All right, girl, you can check out. Danny out. This was awesome. Love you guys. And thank you for tuning in. Tune in next week for next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Simple Truths, a Sip and Wiscuti production.